friends, and welcome back to the Call to Lead podcast. So I'm excited about today's topic because this is one of my favorite pieces of advice that I have ever received. And what makes it even better is the fact that not only will it apply to your network marketing, direct sales, or social selling business, but it's going to apply to all areas of your life. And that is to do everything with intention, but not expectation. In other words, marry the process and divorce the results. So I'm going to be sharing a little bit of a story with y'all along with some key application tips for how you can apply this wisdom in your business. So let's get into today's episode. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader. And I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple, duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. So before I share the specifics of this particular quote and process that you can apply to really the everyday actions that you take in your business, I want to share the backstory. So four years ago this month, I was able to attend our company's annual leadership retreat. And I was not only excited to be there myself, but I wanted to be able to take back some wisdom and nuggets of business goodness back to my team. So I went around asking some of my fellow leaders, some who I had met and connected with before, others that I was just getting to know through this process. And I asked them their number one go-to business tip, which if you've been in your company long enough, there's probably someone that you kind of fangirl over, which this is definitely something that I have seen and, and somewhat gotten used to, but it's something that's very prevalent probably honestly too much so, where people almost idolize some of the top leaders, top sellers, top personalities, especially some of the big social media rock star influencers. The reason I say that is they, I promise you, are real people just like you. They are not celebrities. I know that it can be emotional sometimes when you meet somebody that you look up to, and I'm, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that, but go back and listen to the episode a couple episodes back about not idolizing other people. We need to keep our focus fixed on the Lord who will give you the wisdom and guidance that you need for your business. However, success does leave clues. And I can think back to probably the number one saint artist that I used to fangirl back in the day. (laughs) And she was one of the first people that I asked to do this little quick video. And her name is Harmony Buse. And since then, she's actually become a great friend and even though she runs her business totally differently than I do because she does focus on building a massive following on Instagram in particular, but social media in general. She's on YouTube, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, all the things. That is her passion is creating content and being able to share in that way. So again, that might be different from you, especially if you're looking or if you found me through the Scale Without Social podcast. But still, she is incredibly successful, probably one of, if not the biggest sellers in our company's history. 
And so obviously the advice and wisdom she has to share is gold. So I dug up the video and I asked permission to be able to share this wisdom with you guys. And I will let her share it with you from her words. So my favorite quote is, do everything with the right intention instead of expectation. So by that, I mean everything that you do in life, you're doing it with intention, not for the expectation of the results. You, whatever you share with your viewers, whatever you share with your family. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is in life. If you have no expectations, you will never be disappointed. It'll only go up from there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is she not the cutest thing ever? Which P.S. If you aren't already following her, you need to go follow her on Instagram right now. It's Harmonize Beauty on Instagram. And she's so sweet. She shares fashion tips. She's got a boutique as well. And she's just hilarious and adorable and so fun to follow for. But I just, I have always loved that wisdom and I have done my best to apply it, especially when we tend to get in our own heads and overthink and lean into choosing fear over faith, which remember a pillar of this podcast is helping you choose faith over fear in the everyday actions. And one of the ways you can do this is by choosing, by doing everything with intention, but not expectation or as I often like to call it, marry the process and divorce the result. So it's always my goal to kind of help you narrow down, well, what are those processes? What are those systems that you can apply to your business in order to have the results that you want from your business? But this is one of those deeper things that you're going to have to kind of tap into and, again, focus more on choosing faith over fear as you apply this. So I'm going to share some practical ways that you can apply this to your business and maybe a couple of tactical examples where you can use this advice in your business. So the first thing I'm going to share is how to even know what the heck your intention actually is behind the actions that you take, meaning the content that you create or the conversations that you have with your teammates or the connections that you make with your customers. All of these things, you've got an intention behind them. And I am going to invite you to check your mission and your motivation behind the reasons that you are having those conversations or asking those questions or taking the time to connect with your people by creating what Bob Heilig calls an I help statement. So this is probably something you've heard of his. I am sure he's done an entire podcast episode on this and I will dig it up to share with you guys. But essentially an I help statement is just really narrowing down who it is that you serve and how you can serve them. And so, for example, for me, mine's a little bit twofold because with my makeup company, I help busy working moms simplify their makeup routine. And what I mean by that is I know who exactly who I'm talking to, right? There are moms who work, who are on the go in the car, and they don't want to spend 30 minutes on their makeup. They want it to be quick and in one compact that they can grab and go, maybe keep in their purse. And they're busy, right? But they're also working. So they're entrepreneurial. They are achievement-minded. And our makeup is absolutely perfect for those people. So that's kind of my mission with makeup. Now, my mission with the business side is I help network marketers scale their business beyond their own efforts using systems and choosing faith over fear. So those are my I help statements. And what I can do when I want to check my mission and motivation and the intention behind everything it is that I do, as I can go back to that question. I can go back to that I help statement and say, okay, is this action that I'm going to take, is this helping that busy mom simplify her makeup routine? 
Or is this helping a network marketer scale their business beyond their own efforts, right? And so then I can know that my motivation is not to serve me, it's to serve my customers. And it's putting that focus not on what I'm going to get from them, but on what I'm going to give them instead. And so I'm going to share a couple of ways and unpack a couple of ways on how you can apply this. And I'll use my examples from my help, my I help statement just to make it nice and easy. So the first would be content creation. So again, if you are trying to build on social media, this is probably going to look like you creating short form videos or reels or maybe little carousel posts where you're sharing about the makeup. And regardless of if you are trying to grow your following, in which case you probably should take all the advice out there to narrow down and really focus on on serving in one key area, or if you are what I recommend to do and just integrating your product and your business into about 20% of your posts, maybe even 10%, so that looks like one in every 10 posts or one in every five posts is about your product, and then I'd say one in every five of those, about 20% of those are focused on your business. And so if you tend to get stuck in your head with like, okay, well, what do I share? What, what kind of content do I create? What, what should be the topic of my reel today? And so I want you to go back to that I help statement. And you'll know if, you know, your question, if that helps the person that you're meant to serve, then make that piece of content. So for me, if I were posting on social media, if I were to do a quick car makeup tutorial, and show how simple it is to do my makeup in the car while waiting for my kids at car line pickup. (laughs) Would that help the busy mom simplify their makeup routine by knowing that she could do the same thing? Absolutely. So me doing my makeup with her and showing how simple it is, is going to serve her just as much as it's going to serve me when I ask her if she would like to be color matched, right? And have that call to action at the end. So I can know and I can have confidence that me sharing that and and just like I would share my favorite restaurant or where I get my hair cut or like I just went, for example, to Stretch Lab for the first time today and had a great experience. So just like I would share that with the intention of being able to help someone, but not with the expectation that I'm going to get anything in return, right? That is an, a perfect example when it comes to content creation. So if the piece of content or the post or the caption is going to help someone else, you can know you've got the green light into marrying that process. But I want you to also do like Harmony says and not create any expectations from it. You're not posting that content with the expectation that people are going to just go crazy and buy all the things, right? Because sometimes I think people can feel that. Actually, a lot of times I think they can feel that on social media. When you're making that post or you're doing that reel and you're trying to gain something from it. So if you keep your focus on how you're helping other people, you will win every time, regardless of how often you are integrating your business into your social media content. So another example of how you can unpack these strategies is in connecting with your customers. So I remember I used to be terrified to send mass texts to my customers. And what I mean by that is if we were having a sale or something and I wanted to be able to let all of my existing customers know about it, I used to be so scared. And then I remember it was it was one day where we had some, we rarely ever do sales in our company, but we had a special that was ending by midnight that night. And I remember I was cooking dinner and I was like, gosh, I feel like my customers need to know about this. And I had a few outstanding color matches and meaning they had been color matched, but they hadn't yet purchased. And I was like, this is a perfect opportunity for them. And I remember just sitting there thinking while I was stirring dinner that my customers needed to know about this more than I even needed to be the one to partake 
in any orders that were to come my way. And so I whipped out my phone and the app made it super easy. Again, my favorite is Project Broadcast, and it made it super simple to be able to quickly send a text message to all of my customers who had, you know, opted in to receive the messages to say, you know, hey, Susie, because you can do hi, first name, right? Or so, hey, Susie, uh, I just wanted to make sure you knew that we were having a special on XYZ and it ends tonight. No pressure. I just wanted to make sure that you were in the know on all the things. I'm here for anything you need, you know, and then I always include in there, reply stop if you don't want to receive these messages. That helps me to kind of eliminate that that fear, if you will, that they don't want to receive messages and allow them the opportunity to opt out. So I remember sending that quick message and I know with every fiber of my being that my expectation or my, my intention behind sending that message truly was to serve my customers with a very rare opportunity to get a great deal on a product. And in return, even though I had no expectations, I mean, I, I was hopeful that it might result in some sales, but I didn't have any expectation. And sure enough, I had one of, if not the biggest sales days that I have had in my business just by shifting that focus on my language and my posture and my energy and my action being centered around serving my customers. So whether that's connecting with your customers one-on-one or sending a mass text messages, think about it before you hit send on that. Check your mission and motivation and go back to that I help statement. Another quick example I'll share is with serving your team. So I have a a rather large front line of amazing women all across uh, the the country and in Canada, and uh, I have 54 directs right now. So those are people who are enrolled directly to my first line. And so they're my saint babies, as I like to call them. And I have to admit, because I'm not always the most proactive, I think that's one of the hardest things to do as a leader is to remain proactive. I'm always here and always available for them. And I know they know that, but I want to make it a goal to be a little bit more intentional for them. And so what I did is I went down my list, (laughs) a little spreadsheet. Y'all know I love a good spreadsheet. And I sent a short and quick message to every single one of my directs, connecting with them just to check in, to say hi, to let them know that I was doing a masterclass to serve them that coming week and just to check in and say, hey. And my intention wasn't to expect them to show up to the masterclass or wasn't to expect them to dive into action in their business. It was truly just to check in and say hi and see how they were doing with their family and with their lives and with their business. And While a lot of them didn't even respond, which I could absolutely go into my head and get into some stories about what that means, (laughs) I chose intentionally not to do that because I know my intention truly was to connect with them out of a place of service. And so for that reason, I know that I kind of married that process of connecting with my, my, each of my directs and divorcing the results of what they chose to do with that connection. Now, a few years back, when our company launched the tickets for our company conference, or we call them a reunion since it's a a chance for us to get together, I did the same process and I connected with one of my leaders that I've talked about, Colleen. And she she is a military spouse and her husband was deployed at the time. And so of course I wasn't you know, leading with the, hey, Colleen, do you have your ticket for conference? I hadn't talked to her in a few months. And so I just connected with her to ask how she was doing and how you know, her family life was with her husband being deployed. And so we got to chatting and it naturally came up in conversation that tickets for conference were launching and she bought a ticket. And what's kind of crazy about that is she actually didn't wind up attending that conference 
or the next one. She actually bought a ticket to that one as well and didn't wind up actually being able to go. But now here, a few years later, not only did she attend conference last year, she is now one of my very top leaders in the top like 0.2% of the company. And it really all started with that intentional connection just to reach out and serve her. And so you never know what the results can be from doing that. And when your intention is in the right place, not of expecting them to do anything with that connection, but really just going down your list and being proactive and intentional about connecting with the people that you are called to serve. So this is how doing everything with intention but not expectation can work with connecting with and serving your team. And lastly, this is probably the scariest one of all. This is connecting with your customers or your dream teamies that might not even be customers yet about becoming a distributor with your company. So essentially talking about them joining you in business, not just remaining a customer. And it can be super scary and Funny enough, you might not actually be afraid to talk about your business, but this is one of the biggest fears in my six years that I have had to overcome because I didn't want to come across as being pushy or salesy or, you know, like there was something for me to gain from them buying our kit, (laughs) which the cool thing about our company and our comp plan is that we actually don't make a dime when someone buys a kit from us, unlike another company I was with where there were bonuses and you're kind of incentivized to sign lots of people up. Thankfully, that's not the case in my business. But of course, the customers or the people that I think would be amazing at what I do, they don't know that, right? So I think I was assigning this this kind of pushiness or expectation in my mind at the beginning until I realized that if my intention in sharing the opportunity for my business with them truly can help change their lives. And for example, I you guys know I interviewed a gal named Amy Darley, who's a YouTuber on the podcast a few episodes back. I think it was last month. And after we finished hitting the record button, she shared with me that she, you know, not only used and loved the makeup, but that she had actually even created a piece of content about our makeup. And I was like, Amy, what in the world? You would crush it with this. Like you should totally think about integrating this into your business because you, you know, first of all, I'm right here. We see each other all the time. Our kids are best friends. And I'm like, I'd love to help you. I'd love to be your mentor. And I can show you how to do this in a way that even though you are an online influencer, you can benefit from this. But I can show you the systems for how, if and when you have someone join your team who's not an online influencer, that they can also do this business. And so I just shared with her the truth, which was that she could crush it with this business and add an additional income stream for her family. And so she thought about it for a few days and decided to join. And you guys, she is absolutely crushing it. I wasn't lying to her. And it's been such a blessing, not only financially, but it's also been something that I know has brought her joy in her life because it's fun. It's something that she can share that's a little bit different than what she usually shares. And so my intention behind sharing the opportunity with her truly was to serve her. And I think about all the missed opportunities when I've been too chicken or too scared to bring it up. And I even think about another one of my leaders, Sweet Ariel, who, I mean, it took me, I was such a chicken. It took me like six months or more to even bring up the opportunity, but I'm so glad and so grateful that I finally did because once again, she has done so amazingly well with it. And it's been such a blessing to, to you know, to get to know her through this journey and, and be able to be in business with her together. So when it comes to sharing your business or sharing the opportunity for your business, I want you to think about, again, who could benefit from this? Who do you know 
whose life could be changed. Or again, go back to the episode where we, the last episode 41, where we talk about expectations and that this isn't necessarily something that some someone's going to get rich from or they're going to make six figures from, though that certainly is possible. But who do you know that needs to add a little bit of extra money for their family? Who do you know that wants a little bit of a bright spot and a joy in sharing something that they love? Maybe they're a mama and they want something that that can be for themselves, something where they can add to their bottom line family budget in a way that is both fun and fulfilling. Who do you know that this could serve? And then when you're connecting with them intentionally, just ask them, is this something that you've thought about? And you have to commit to that intention, but also divorce the result of whether or not they're going to join. Because even if Amy had said no and decided not to do this, it still would have been okay. Like I still would have, you know, of course, like hung out with her and her daughter and we're going to a birthday party tonight. And, you know, regardless of if we were in business together, that relationship would still continue. There's no expectation. Or, you know what, even if she had never posted or never incorporated this into her business model. That's totally fine. But it's still my intention is to help her add an additional revenue stream to her life and her family. And I know how to do that through the systems that I have seen to be effective in this business. And so me sharing that with her, even though it's a beautiful thing that our business model allows us both to benefit from that, that certainly was not my intention behind it. It was just what I'm going to gain from it. So don't be scared to share your opportunity with someone that you know could be amazing with this, especially if they are already a customer that is using and loving your product. And the natural next step would be for them to just share it with their family and then bring in a profitable income stream to support their family. So again, I know these are just a few examples of how you can apply this wisdom that has definitely changed my life in my business and hopefully can change yours as well. And I would love for you to hop on over to my Telegram thread over in the Telegram app. It's totally free. And you can search up the Scale Without Social for Female Entrepreneurs Telegram group, or you can text the word podcast to 912-405-8912. And you'll uh, answer a couple questions and you'll get a link over to that group to join in the conversation. And I would love to know some areas and some ways that you also can apply this wisdom into your business. So thank you again for Harmony for letting me share her quote and her story. And I hope that you guys have an amazing week and can't wait to talk to you soon. I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review? Or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen. Sending you big hugs.